Hey girl, I'm gonna turn the lights down low. I'm gonna take you on a wonder ride through a land of magic. Just relax back on those cushions, sip your wine, and I'm gonna release the clowns. <laughs> Right, gather round. Our first patient this morning is Mr. Watson. He was admitted at 7am and was found to have an acute appendicitis. Okay, let's test your knowledge. Foster, what time does the canteen close? Five o'clock, sir. Good, good. Atkins, what's the cheapest item in the vending machine? Uh, the little chocolate frog, sir. Correct. Miller, this patient has three get well cards. Who are they from? Um, uh, Come on. Uh, Come on. I, I, I don't know, sir. After five years of study, you should know to read the patient's cards. It's the first thing you do. I know, sir. Uh, the cards are from his wife, his sister and his dog. Excellent. He's done his research. OK, it's time to get hands-on. We'll perform an appendectomy by keyhole surgery, making three small cuts, here and here. Foster, what three... Uh, and here. Foster, what three items do we pinch from the bedside cabinet while the patient's in theatre? His Maltesers, his Lucasade, and, uh, grapes, sir. Good work. Atkins, who do you share the Maltesers with? You, sir. Excellent. Yum, 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 yum. Miller, where are the patient's pyjamas from? Uh, uh, sorry, sir? Where are the patient's pyjamas from? Where did he buy them? Um, M&S? No, it was Woolworths in the 90s. What about the size? I, I didn't notice, sir. You should always check the size to see if they'll fit, well, me, if the patient croaks. With respect, sir, it's all a bit trivial, isn't it? Trivial? Ooh. Ooh. Trivial? These are highly important facts. OK, then, Dr. Clever Dick, here's a question especially for you. How long will the patient need to stay in hospital after the appendectomy? That's more like it, sir. If it's keyhole surgery, then 24 to 48 hours. But if it's open surgery, then it's usually three to four days. Wrong! The patient will only be discharged after we've scoffed all their Maltesers, grapes and Lucasade. You're a failure, Miller. On to the next patient. Release the clans! It's Chip. Open up. Oh, Chip, Valerie, how are you? No time. Shut the door. What is going on? Dr. Schnitzelwurst. It's a nightmare. The town's been overrun by bulletproof vampire piranha bats. They're killing indiscriminately and can drain a man of all his blood and strip him to the bone in 30 seconds. My, my. They attacked the high school prom. And took out my entire SWAT team. If only we knew where they came from, we might be able to stop them. Ah, now I can shed some light on that. You see, I and my bioengineering team at the Institute crossed centuries-old Transylvanian vampires with the most vicious piranhas we could find and then threw in some mutated lobster DNA for the armor. Et voila! Bulletproof vampire piranha bats. 
I guess they must have escaped from the lab. Okay, that makes sense. So, you're the perfect guy to help us destroy them. Yeah, I suppose. Hang on. Let's back up to the bit where you created bulletproof vampire piranha bats. What the effing F? What? Why would you do that? Oh, to increase the fount of scientific knowledge. To increase the... Are you literally out of your tree? Nine? I have three PhDs on spectacles that made me look like Sigmund Freud. How does making bulletproof vampire piranha bats increase scientific knowledge? Well, we now know how to engineer bulletproof vampire piranha bats. But why do it at all? Yeah, Doc. That's the first question I've understood. So, why do it? Oh, you know how it is. Me and my team of geneticists were kicking back in a bar and we got to wondering, which would pose the greatest threat to humanity? Bear sharks? Bear Bear sharks? sharks? Or bulletproof vampire piranha bats? So we decided to give it a go. How were we to know that the apocalypse might ensue? Oh, I don't know. By thinking about it for like a nanosecond? Hang on, Doc. Are you saying there could be bear sharks out there in the town right now? No, 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 no. We are perfectly safe from bear sharks. <sighs> no, no. They escaped into the ocean last Tuesday. I mean, they'd be miles away by now. Release the clowns! <gasps> Mr. and Mrs. Ashby. But we're not Mr. and Mrs. Ashby. Really? But this is you, isn't it, in this photograph, enjoying a lovely day at a stately home? What the hell? Enjoying cream tea on the terrace? Yes, but... In the gift shop, buying chutney. Right, that's it. I'm calling the police. With a member's discount. Oh, God, no. Steve, stop! But not your member's discount. Oh, no, no, no. You're with the... NTMS. The the National Trust Member Services? Uh, uh, We we didn't know. I I swear it. But you did, Stephen. You knew you weren't members. And so did your friends when they let you borrow their card. You've all been very naughty boys and girls. But they, they said it would be okay. Jenny and Ian said... Oh, yes, Jenny and Ian. We've already visited Jenny and Ian. And they made such lovely noises. Jenny had beautiful eyes. See, here they are. How could you? You monsters. You people make me sick. You want to enjoy the heritage, don't you? You want to walk through the rooms... Peer through randomly cordoned doorways, gaze at paintings of indistinguishable Regency ladies hung too high on the walls for comfort, be unaccountably amazed by the ability of very rich people to have big gardens, sit on cheap garden furniture drinking tepid overpriced tea. Oh yes, you want the heritage, all right. But do you want to pay the very reasonable subscription to maintain it? You do not. And you call us monsters. I hate them. May we hurt them now? 
Do you know Lana? I think we may. Please, no! <laughs> Shush now. Time for noises soon. Don't worry. We'll go easy on you. Oh, thank you, thank you. After all, we have to leave something for our friend. Hello, Gareth here from Croydon Libraries. I want to talk about unauthorised use of the IT suite. <laughs> hey, oh, release the clowns. Okay, Dr. Schnitzelwurst, for some unfathomable reason, you've created bulletproof vampire piranha bats. Yeah. But now you're going to help us destroy them, right? Well, if you insist. Right. Have you got any garlic or a crucifix in the house? Oh, they won't do you any good. Why not? Oh, because those are fatal weaknesses for vampires, so obviously we bred them out. God damn. You stupid old fart. You mean to tell us that two of the best ways of killing vampires are off the table? Yeah, sorry, but I didn't think it would be a problem. Didn't think it would be a problem? Hey, it's okay. It's going to be dawn in half an hour. The sunlight will kill them. Any that go inside to roost will be easy pickings. Brilliant. Wow, you're not just some square-jawed Neanderthal after all. Neander what? Forget it. Just concentrate on holding out till dawn. Uh, yeah, about that. Oh, no. What? Oh, no, 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 no. Don't tell me you made them. Immune Immune to to sunlight. sunlight. Yeah, sorry, my bad. You unutterable shitbag. Release the clowns. So, how are you feeling, Keith? I feel really nervous to be on this show. I'm so out of practice. Don't worry, mate. It's like riding a bike. Dave! What? Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just saying that you don't forget how to ride a bike. You always know what to do when you mount it. I think I'll stop there. I can't ride a bike. It was a metaphor. What I meant... Leave it, Dave. Look, Stella's a lovely woman. She's bright, attractive. She's got a great sense of humour. She's got everything. Except a boyfriend. Odd, that. Well, Keith hasn't got a girlfriend, but there's nothing wrong with him. No, uh, apart from the bike business, that is. For God's sake, Dave. Stop being so negative. We're supposed to be helping Keith find a woman, not undermining his already fragile self-confidence. Thanks, Shirley. She sounds great. I only hope I'll measure up. Of course you will. You're, um... You... Uh, um... Just be yourself. Only try not to pick your nose, remember to do your flies up, and bear in mind that not all women are interested in beer mats. Oh, thanks, Dave. I'm not a complete idiot. Here she comes. Keith! Bogey! Oh, thanks. Now it's on your sleeve. Oops. Gone there. Thanks. Stella, hi. Hi. This is my husband, Dave. All right. And this is Keith. How do you do? Oh, what's this on my hand? Sorry, it's, it's nothing. a bogey. 
Oh, don't worry. These things happen. Um, here, let, let me scrape it off with this beer mat. Wow, Dragonheart Old Porter. I haven't got that one. Do you believe in love at first sight? No, but I'm not fussy. <laughs> By the way, you're flying low. <laughs> oh, whoops, sorry. I'll just... Ow! Oh. <laughs> Come on, Cheryl, our work here is done. Yeah. Look, we've got to get going. Are you all right, Keith? Yeah, I'll be okay. Don't worry, I'll look after it. Him! <laughs> so, Stella, you're interested in beer mats? Oh, I love them. For my sins. <laughs> and can you ride a bike? Only a metaphorical one. <laughs> Perfect. Release the clowns. So, Dr. Schnitzelwurst, you've created bulletproof vampire piranha bats that are immune to garlic, crucifixes and sunlight. Yeah, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but with hindsight it does come across as a bit show-offy. You bastard! I ought to rip off your... Oh, now steady on. Yeah, Valerie, this ain't the time for playing the blame game. Yes, it bloody is, Chip. This is the exact time to play the blame game. We need to focus on the problem. Doc... Is there any way to kill him? Yeah, a targeted burst of fire from an assault rifle could sufficiently weaken the body armour to allow you to drive a wooden stake through their hearts. Great! Great? Are you fucking kidding me? No, this is great. Now we know how to kill him. Ever tried to shoot a bat? Ever tried that? It's nigh on impossible, let alone getting a targeted burst on its chest. But it could be done. And then you'll have to say, excuse me, Mr. Bat, could you just hold still while I go and fetch my mallet and wooden stake? It's insane! But with a can-do attitude, we... can do it. You know when I said you weren't just a square-jawed Neanderthal? Yeah. That's because you're a twat. Oh, now, Valerie, let's all calm down. And you shut up! But... Stop uh... moving your mouth. Your speaking rights were revoked right after you bioengineered bulletproof vampire piranha bats. It really did seem like a good idea at the time. Shh! Right, you two stay here. I'm going to go and see what drugs there are in the bathroom cabinet and take them all. <coughs> you, uh, you weren't thinking of trying to repopulate the world with her, were you? Yeah... Mmm. Yeah, she's kind of high maintenance. And a little bit crazy. Oh, hello, Valerie. Back so soon. Update on the bats. They've got into the house. Damn! On the plus side, I've managed to get hold of one. My God! Why? So that with my genius brain, I can figure out a simple way of killing them. No, so I can shove it down your pants. Was? Nein! Oh! <laughs> 
Don't piss about with the laws of nature. Right, now, you. Uh, yeah? Get on the couch. Whatever you say, just don't do that to me. Shut up and take off your pants. We've got a planet to repopulate. Release the Clown starred Karen Morden, Martin Hyder, Joe Tilly, Alex Marion, Phil Nice, Holly Meacham, Nick Hildred, Casper Michael, Simon Edwards and Phil Whelans. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Phil Nice, Martin Hyder and Robert Mills. The social media apparatchik is Dan Willis and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Our next show will be our Big 5-0. Yes, we're celebrating 50 episodes of Fun and Nonsense with a special show with contributions from some of our friends in the podcasting world, including, but not limited to, The Epic Film Guys, ABCD Bags, Murder Mile, True Crime Podcast, Ragbag, Gamma Radio, Gravity Beard, Comedy Geeks, Rough Giraffe, and Two Girls on a Bench. It's going to be a blast. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go and hire my tuxedo and get my clown wig repermed for the big event. See you in two. Ah, ah! So nice to be sailing on the open sea without having to worry about those bloody stupid bats. Yeah. Who knew that by messing with the fabric of their DNA, the professor would make them allergic to the art of mime? Just the sight of someone walking in the wind made them melt. I never thought I'd say this, but the world owes a debt of gratitude to mime artists. But there's one thing still bothering me that I can't put my finger on. Look, how many times do I have to tell you, I'm not going to shove a bat down your pants? No, it's not that, it's... (laughs) 